why they have earned the right to be their consultant and how much value they bring to the table when walking them through a transaction, probably one of the most expensive things they're ever going to do. And we are valuable and we need to show that. Best ever listeners, before today's episode, I want to invite you to join us in Keystone, Colorado, February 20th through 22nd. It is the 2020 Best Ever Conference. And not only do I want to invite you to join us, I want to invite you to earn 15% for every ticket that you're responsible for selling should you join as an affiliate for the conference. Great way to earn money. And also, if you're planning on attending, great way to pay for your ticket, essentially. You get enough sales. So you can go to BEC20.com. And in the top left corner, it says earn 15% as an affiliate. You can click that, join the affiliate program, and you got all the resources that you need to share the good word about the best ever conference in Keystone, Colorado. And we will be talking more about this on future episodes. But for now, go check out BEC20.com and that affiliate page. You can earn 15% as an affiliate, and we will see you in Keystone, Colorado. Best ever listeners, how you doing? Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is the world's longest running daily real estate investing podcast where we only talk about the best advice ever. We don't get into any of that fluffy stuff with us today. Tony Ray Baker. How you doing, Tony Ray? I'm great. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing well and looking forward to our conversation a little bit about Tony Ray. He's a real estate agent, has been for 25 years that focuses on residential real estate. He makes $300,000 net profit per year, teaches marketing to agents and small businesses, helps investor clients purchase investment properties, and has two rentals of his own. And he takes 60-60 vacation days per year based in Tucson, Arizona. With that being said, Tony Ray, you want to give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and your current focus? Yeah. So I started 25 years ago. I'm actually celebrating that this month is my 25th year. Congratulations. Thank you. I had a rough start my very first year. They wanted me to cold call and door knock and do all that stuff that I didn't want to do. So I didn't sell a house my very first year. And my broker, who was nice as could be, asked me to leave. (laughs) (laughs) I was just kind of wasting space. (laughs) And it Um, sounds like you kind of deserved it too. (laughs) Yeah. You know what? Here's the thing. My family was all about reputation. My dad was all about reputation and so was my mom. And the one thing I refused to do was destroy that name they had created in our community. And they're very well known here in a very positive way. And I just couldn't grasp doing something that felt against my ethics and door knocking and all that stuff was just not for me. So I asked the broker if I could stay longer and told the broker I wanted to have people come to me like a dentist or a doctor and make an appointment and that work with me Monday through Friday, nine to five and appreciate and be thankful to have my counsel and advice. And that was the the business I wanted. And at the time she said, all right, I'll give you one more year, but you have to go meet this guy named Joe Stump. (laughs) And Joe Stump was just starting with buy referral only at the time. So I went and met with Joe and he taught everything that I was about. So I followed him around for quite a while and built my business based all on referral and taking care of clients and high ROI and a lot of time to do what I wanted to do in life. And that's where I come from. Well, what we're about to learn is applicable to any type of focus as a real estate professional or investor because referrals are the number one influencer of purchase intent is word of mouth referrals. 
So let's talk about this. I'm excited to talk about this. You said you went to this gentleman and he taught you everything that your business is about and you built your business on referrals. Talk us through what you learned, please. Well, there's a lot and that took years and years, but the basis for me was Joe and I sat down and he said, let's design the life you want and then let's fit the business into that life. And I had lost a best friend at a very early age. So I realized life was short and I needed to not take each day for granted. So I wanted to live a happy, very good life while I was enjoying real estate and any aspect of real estate I didn't enjoy. I wanted to make sure I had somebody who could take care of it for me. So I stayed in the happy zone, if you will. So when we sat down and designed the life I wanted, it was, I want to go to Europe or travel around the world every year. I want to take a vacation every couple months. I won't work on Sundays. I don't want to work on Saturdays if possible. And I want to be home at night and I want to have dinner or do what I want to do like everybody else. So that's what we created. And we designed that actually with calendaring and scheduling and learning time management. And then we worked clients as they came into the system, we worked with them on what the benefit was for them to work on my schedule and to not be in the rat race on weekends competing with everybody else. And it worked out beautifully. And I think the other thing that Joe really hit me and taught me was the authenticity of just doing business my way and being me in every aspect and letting people know who I am and attracting those right people to me and being okay not to attract all the rest. And then as the business grew and I had more and more clients, the beautiful thing is they sent more and more people just like them. So just in March, I invited a couple hundred people to one of my houses for a party and 125 or 150 of them showed up. And the neat thing is, is that they all get along and they all meet each other and they all become little mini tribes within the big tribe. And it's just wonderful to watch how they all connect and the things that comes out of all of those relationships. But there's a common thread and that's that right energy that's attracting, if that makes sense. It does make sense. And I understand what you're saying. So you mentioned that you first focus on designing your life and two components of that was one, no working on weekends and the other was be home at night. And you mentioned that you would talk to your clients about the benefits of being on your schedule. How did you communicate that to them so that they said, oh, okay, this makes sense, period? Well, one of the things, and just to be clear, if we have a, a client that's coming from out of town and they're flying in and they're only going to be here for Friday through Monday, we're definitely going to take care of them. We'll never let a client not have the best of care. That may mean also that I may have an agent help me if I need to, but usually we give them our attention. The reality is, is that if they're coming in from out of town, a lot of times they get better flights and better timing during the week. And we've discovered that a lot of them don't want to come in on a weekend. So that works out really well. We do about $5 million a year in relocation via websites now that I've created. So they're very happy to come in without being in that rush on the weekend. And that's one of the things I explained to all of our buyers as buyers reps. When we're out there with you and everybody else is shopping on Saturday and offers are all coming in on Sunday, you're in that competition. But if you and I are out there looking at properties on a Wednesday, 
-hmm. on your lunch hour or after work or whatever it is for you, as soon as we write an offer, you're probably not going to be competing as much. And that is because everybody else is scheduling for weekends. One of the things we've discovered now in a hot market that we're in is we don't have time to do three hour runs and take people out and show properties because houses are moving very quickly. Mm -hmm. So we have all of our clients on call every day. And if a new house pops up, that's going to meet their needs. We're running to show them that house as quickly as they can get out of work on a lunch break or whatever. And that way they can be first in and first to write an offer. So the benefits to them is obvious. And once you explain why you don't want to be on a weekend, just this weekend, we listed a house on Friday. I had five offers by Sunday. Let's say you do a phenomenal job with a client. They love you. They love the service that they had as a result of the transaction. And now you are leaving the title company. They have closed on the property. How do you stay in touch with them on an ongoing basis so that whenever they sell that property years down the road, you're still top of mind? Oh, that's a great question. First of all, we tell everybody we never leave them. We're a ball and chain. Anything they need from us, they call. We also offer our little black book of vendors and anybody they need for that house, they will call us and we will help them with the right people to come out and remodel, make repairs, whatever they want to do. We also are foodies, so they call us for restaurants, <laughs> for our food all over the city, which is great. We do snail mail, so I still do an old-fashioned newsletter that talks about fun things. It's not to do with real estate. It talks about our vacations and things I do in life and things I've learned and stories and things that are of value. And I've been doing that for 20 some years and they love the newsletter. We do an email campaign, which actually is interactive email that allows them to click every month on their property. And then it actually starts calculations for them. And it teaches them anything they want to know, like how to pay off their mortgage early, what would it be if they paid a hundred bucks a month? What would that look like? What would they save? Is it a good time to refi or not refi? So it's a very interactive email that lets them play with their property in their area. And they love that product. I get about a 91% open rate on that every month, which is crazy, right? But one of my younger guys, one of my millennials said, it feels like the stock market for him because every time he opens it, he sees his value moving up. And he gets to see his mortgage moving down and it just makes him feel good to open that email. So I think that's why that's such a great one. So we hit them with snail mail. We hit them with email. We make sure we talk to them on the phone at least once a year. Many of them are more than that because we're interacting on other levels with other groups. We involve them with our group. So we run a wine club and then I'm on the board of directors for pet partners, therapy animals. So we involve all of our pet loving clients with, with that as much as we can. And then we, of course, do appreciation parties. And I randomly text people. When I think about somebody, I randomly send them a message, let them know I'm thinking about them. So I try to hit them on all of those places because my theory is be where they are. So I want to get them on snail mail, email, text messaging, phone calls, and in person. And then my other thing is social media. So I use Facebook and make sure that every client is in Facebook that has a Facebook page. And then we give them fun things in Facebook, silly stuff, funny stuff, whatever it is, just to keep them seeing us in every world they are. 
the appreciation parties, how frequently are they done and can you describe what that is? Yes, right now what we're doing is a block party. We take one of the vacant houses, one of our rentals, for example, we leave it vacant and we actually use it for our incoming relocation folks. We let them stay there while they're looking to get a house if they need a couple months. So we use that property also then for a big block party. And our neighbor across the street actually has a really great band. So we set them up on the porch across the street. And then we bring everybody in and the rest, the neighborhood piggybacks a porch fest is what they call it. And we put 15 live bands on everybody's porches and we bring in food trucks and there's a park for the kids to play and we give them kites and we bring in food and wine and beer and sodas and everybody comes out and hangs out with us on a Sunday. So the nice thing is it's very down to earth because it's at our home and it shows us as normal human beings and we all get to hang out and listen to great music on a beautiful Sunday and it's during really nice weather and it's just a really fun party. The other thing we do is on a random spur of a moment on a Tuesday night, I'll text 50 people and invite them to a happy hour event at a hotel or someplace. And typically we get 45 to 50 show up and we all hang out for a happy hour. With the house party, what's your budget for that? And how do you determine the ROI? I think that's really hard to determine ROI when it comes to parties. For me, that's part of the entire marketing. When I'm looking at my numbers, ROI on marketing, I want 10 to one or more. And I know that's a super healthy number. As a matter of fact, I just had a Zillow kid tell me that two to one was really great. <laughs> but I'm looking for 10 to one. So what I look at is all the marketing that we do, the newsletter, the email letter, everything we do that is specifically client focused. If I look at that number and it's 12,000 a year for an easy number, let's say I spend 12,000 a year, I need to make 120. And I can look at that because I track every single client where they came from, including the tree that they're related to. So I can see the lifetime value of every client. And when I'm looking at those numbers, if I'm spending 10,000 and I'm getting 120,000 in referrals, I'm doing well. So I have to lump all that in because I don't know that there's a great way to get an ROI on one specific item. All those little things you do to be with your clients, I believe that creates the big picture at the end of the year when you look back. Got it. Okay. That makes sense. So what's your budget for this year? My budget for spending mm -hmm. or a total, I probably will stay around $30,000 range for total marketing for clients. Okay. Which aligns with your 300K net profit for the year. Yeah. We do a little better than 300K. Each year is a little, obviously a little sure. different. You know how that goes. But the goal for me is I always want to run a 60% profit or more. Okay. And ROI is a big part of that. But I have to be very careful because we go to Europe for a month every year, which I love. <laughs> And my clients love it too, actually, because they get to see the pictures and we all talk about travel. I have a travel client group that loves to travel as well. So it's very fun to chat about where we've all been. What are some things that you've done from a marketing standpoint that have just fallen flat? Ooh, postcards in the mail. <laughs> mm -hmm. yep. um, 
I paid Zillow 12,000 bucks for leads for a year. That was a really big mess. I paid a magazine one time, 12,000 bucks. It was a thousand a month to be in a magazine that got zero leads. Oh my. (laughs) All I did was all the other realtors were impressed that I was in the magazine, but that was about it. Yep. Yeah. For me, it's really back to basics. I don't want to work harder and make less money. So I'm really super careful to watch those things and I'll try everything once and I don't care about failing. I'll try it. And I have to prove it to myself just to know, but typically my instincts are correct. When I see something, I'll be like, "Ah, I don't know that that's a winner, but I'll give it one run for six (laughs) months or a year and we'll see. But usually I'm right on it. And really in today's world with iBuyer and all these issues coming in our pathway with this big lawsuits and things going on, I'm thinking that the people that are going to survive are going to be the agents that are back to basics and take care of their clients and show their value and why they have earned the right to be their consultant and how much value they bring to the table when walking them through a transaction, probably one of the most expensive things they're ever going to do. And we are valuable and we need to show that. You mentioned earlier the very dynamic, engaging email campaign that you send out that gets over 90% open rate. What software do you use to create that email? Oh, good. So this is a really cool toy. It's called HomeBot. And if realtors are listening to this, they want to call their lender because it is a lender's program. And it has a way for the lender and the realtor to pay, both of them pay for the system. And then the realtor and the lender can either one see each other's databases. And there's a buyer's portion and a seller's portion. And it's a really, really cool toy. Now, I have three really awesome loan officers I've worked with for 20 some years. So I didn't want to pair up with a loan officer. So I spoke to the managers over at HomeBot and they did let me sign up and create the system just for me. So I pay for it just without a lender attachment, but it's a really great program for a realtor and a lender to pair up on. Very cool. Incredibly valuable. Thank you for sharing that. And then from a CRM standpoint, what software do you use? The business coach that I talked about is Joe Stump with buy referral only. And the buy referral only program offers a very sophisticated CRM that tracks everything you do with a client and actually shows you how that client has been in your business since the beginning. So I can actually click on a client and it tells me their downline. It tells me how many people they referred to me, every person that that person's referred. And I can see the family tree, if you would, from each client. And then I can tell which one of my clients are raving fans and who I need to make sure I'm paying more attention to because when you see that you have clients that have raised their hands and they want to be around you and constantly send their friends to you, those are absolutely the people you need to make sure you're scheduling more time with. And it's so easy to be busy and not remember to schedule time with folks. So I love this CRM for the fact that it reminds me to do that. But the CRM itself has massive amount of marketing already pre-done in it. And it all is centered around creating a referral business and taking care of your clients. 
based on your experience in the industry for two and a half decades, what's your best? <laughs> you you so said, right? hey, it, it's it's, an accomplishment. <laughs> it, it's better than the alternative, right? Someone yeah. said that earlier. You sounded like hit me like an old guy. Well, one um, of my friends earlier, he, he posted on Facebook, he commented on one of my pictures and he has a son that I used to babysit for and he made some reference to how I'm getting older and I said, well, it's better than the alternative of not getting older because <laughs> yeah. I'd much rather age than not. And it is quite an accomplishment to be in this industry for 25 years. How about I say it that way? Thank you. Yeah, no, I'm <laughs> totally cool with it. Based on your experience for a little while in the industry, what's your best real estate investing advice ever? For real estate investing? Yeah. Or agents, however you want. I mean, either one. We got a lot of agents on here. You know, that's one of the things is that when I started in real estate, I kept thinking I was going to get rich quick and make a lot of money, obviously, because that's what they sold at the school. And as I went through life, I had an identity theft that wiped out everything I owned, FBI involved, terrorism. It was a mess. I had to go off the grid for two years. I lost everything in the middle of my first 10 years in real estate. I lost it all. And interestingly enough, it taught me a great lesson, which was that you really need to be diversified and investing for me now we have made sure that we have investments in different areas so if one is under attack the other one is probably more stable and the one thing i know about real estate is no matter what if the economy crashes i have three houses right now that i know are still assets that are brick and mortar sitting on ground and i can use those to live in or i use those to create income from rent but having those properties just makes total sense, even if my stocks all go away. And buying property for a realtor is one of the easiest and should be one of the easiest things there is, especially with programs like 203K renovation loans. I purchased all my properties on 203Ks. I bought them all underpriced because the owner wanted the iBuyer effect. We went in and remodeled every one of them to the nines, and now the renters pay the mortgage on those. And we have assets sitting there that are being paid for and growing. And I think that's super important when it comes to expanding your portfolio, make sure you're really looking as a realtor into make sure you have other assets, other income besides just real estate, because you can make 300,000 or 500,000 a year. But the reality is the market is going to go up and down. And it's really nice to have peace of mind that something else is working for you behind the scenes. Very true. So, so true. We're going to do a lightning round. You ready for the best ever lightning round? <laughs> All right. I, <laughs> You're ready. This isn't anything that you can't handle. First, though, a quick word from our best ever partners. Best ever listeners, go to BEC20.com. Look in the top left-hand corner. You can earn 15% as an affiliate. You can join the affiliate program and participate in the conference that way and basically earn a free ticket to the conference BEC20.com. Best ever listeners, we have launched bestevercauses.com. That's bestevercauses.com. We profile a nonprofit or a cause that is near and dear to our heart, get the word out about their cause, and also donate money towards their cause. If you'd like to, one, learn more about the causes that we're profiling, we do one a month, then go to bestevercauses.com. And if you want to suggest a cause that we profile that is near and dear to your heart, then go to bestevercauses.com and there's a little form 
at the bottom of the page where you can submit one and we'll check it out. All right, best ever book you've recently read? Recently read The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. What's a mistake you've made on a transaction? Taking the client when I knew I shouldn't. And what question or questions do you ask now to try to mitigate that from taking place again? I read a book called Blink by Malcolm Gladwell and I trust my instincts now and if in my questioning if I feel there's a red flag, I will not take the client on it at all. I'll refer them to another agent. I still think of the divorce case study in the book Blink. Just phenomenal how they can determine if a couple's gonna be together or not within the next three years based on 10 seconds of interaction about a topic that they don't agree upon. Oh my God, if everybody read Blink and just got it, what a beautiful world this would be. Amen. Yep, <laughs> it is I, so nice. <laughs> I agree. What's the best ever way you like to give back? I'm on the board of directors for Pet Partners Therapy Animals, and I'm giving from every cell of every house, we're giving back to the Pet Partners program, plus I volunteer my time now to serve there. So charity for me, I just love anything to do with animals, bringing love to people, I think is great. And how can the best ever listeners learn more about you and what you're doing? Well, right now, ironically, I teach classes and I have for 15 years. So I just put up a website called Tony Ray's Marketing on a Dime.com. And I just put up nine or 12 hour classes for free so they could go back and watch every one of my marketing classes on back to basics, guerrilla marketing, and they can watch them all for free. And then I'll be adding another six hours coming up soon. So is that Tony Ray's, R-A-Y-S, marketing on a dime.com? Yep, that's it. And you'll see all kinds of classes in there. They're about 50 minutes each. And I'll just keep adding everything I have. I have four cameras on me now when I teach at the association. And we just plan on keep editing them and putting them in there for everybody. Perfect. All right. Well, Tony Ray, thank you for being on the show. Thank you for talking about your experience and the approach that you took with the help of your business coach at the time to first design your life, then you build your business around it. Yeah. Tony Robbins talks about success fulfillment is the ultimate failure. And this certainly ties into that where we could have success in business, but then 40, 50 years down the road, we realize, well, we didn't actually live the life that we wanted and what was it all about. So really appreciate you sharing that as well as ways to stay in touch with your clients after you work with them on a transaction and you gave a list of nine things that you do. So thanks for that. That will be helpful regardless if we're real estate agents or not. So I hope you have a best ever day. Really appreciate it. And we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks for having me on the show. I appreciate it. Best ever listeners, we have launched bestevercauses.com. That's bestevercauses.com. We profile a nonprofit or a cause that is near and dear to our heart get the word out about their cause, and also donate money towards their cause. If you'd like to, one, learn more about the causes that we're profiling, we do one a month, then go to bestevercauses.com. And if you want to suggest a cause that we profile that is near and dear to your heart, then go to bestevercauses.com. And there's a little form at the bottom of the page where you can submit one and we'll check it out.